Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoger. Hey, Dave. Chris. Welcome back, sir. Yes. We're here Happy talk- Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, sure. Um, we're talking about Minute 50, 5-0 of The yes. Voyage Home. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Uh, minute 50 starts with Dr. Jillian telling us they need to return the whales to the open sea. Very poetic. Mm. Um, and ends a minute later with Spock taking a dip in the water. Mm, he is. I'm excited about this minute. <laughs> and, and the next minute. Uh, yeah. this, this is a good yeah. one. Yeah, the uh, next couple of minutes are good. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's dive in. So, um, <laughs> No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> see what I did there? I didn't even yep. plan it. <laughs> All right. So Julian's now uh, dropping some guilt uh, on the crowd, I think. Yes. Um, saying that they're going to have to return George and Gracie to the open sea yep. uh, because they simply don't have enough money to keep feeding them two tons of shrimp a day. I, re- <laughs> I really think that she's really just kind of trying to guilt the people into, you know what, if you just donated to our museum here, we could keep them around, but it's really your fault. I, I don't believe that's the reason. You don't? You know, they think no. it's a subtle... Okay. No, because we learn in a few minutes why they have to get rid of them. Uh, all right. I don't... Um, this is just her subtle way. So she, um, the one thing uh, I give her credit for is that she, uh, her character flaw is that she is a sucker for the whales, and she even she even tells it tells everyone that you know uh, she says, well, for one thing, we simply don't have enough money money to keep feeding them two tons of shrimp a day. And the way she tells it, it's not like a you know, that's a funny joke, you know, boom, boom. This is more of her like insecurity, um, you know, deflecting the, I don't know what it is, the hurt feelings she has into a joke, uh, you know, more of like a defense mechanism kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because he then says, Kirk says, you know, how soon? And she responds with soon. It's too bad because they're really quite friendly. As you can see, I've grown quite attached to them. So she is like, this is like when you get you find a stray and like you become like super super no I'm just I'm super attached to them and you know you bring them into your house and you know you get them all checked up and then you find out that it's like a missing dog and you have to give them away like this is this is what she's going through right now she's probably nurtured these these whales for a very long time become super attached to them you know she comes in every day and you know says hello to them and you know they're really quite friendly and nice and like how much they're whales. Like, you know, it's not like she can pet them. Uh, well, now you got me picturing is she raised them, like I'm, I'm picturing her bottle feeding them and stuff. And, probably. Uh, she's raised them since they were calves. Since they were calves. Yeah, I don't know how long it takes them to, uh, like, do we, I don't think she said, we don't know how old George and Gracie are. No, uh, we don't. Just that they've been there since they were calves. And I don't yes. know, I, a whales could grow to full size in a year for all I know. So, I mean, um, <laughs> Let's assume Interns. They've had a, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're gonna go look at them underwater. Um, yes. So and and now here's a much better way to see George and Gracie uh, underwater. Um, so, I think. 
okay. I just want to I, I don't want to belabor the point, but I just want to get um, so we've seen evil Dr. Jillian. We've seen giddy Dr. Jillian. And now we're seeing fragile Dr. Jillian. Oh, like she is uh, quite broken up by this whole letting them go thing. And this becomes a big part of what she does later in the movie. Yeah, her her um, she's wearing her heart on her sleeve, as it were. Yes. yes. Do you think the Do you think the crowd is slightly uncomfortable with her uh, being so uh, dropping that knowledge? Yeah, so vulnerable in front of them. Like uh, we were just here to learn about the whales. We really don't want to hear about your personal problems. I just I just want to see some whales, lady. Don't give me <laughs> your guilt problems. You know your. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so down to the tanks, right? So uh, I'm assuming, so again, this was filmed at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Yep. So I'm assuming this is legit, the, what the, the tank that they walk by. This isn't just right, a yeah. set with a bunch of fake fish. Right. <laughs> Pretty sure those are real fish in a real aquarium tank. Um, yeah, I think they're really, they. I, I, a lot of the scenes they do show on this look relatively real because the scene where we're looking from what appears to be the tank uh, at them, and uh, in the background you can see a scuba diver in one of the tanks, uh, probably oh. just cleaning the tank or something. Oh, really? I missed that. Yeah, you can see the bubbles, and uh, you can definitely you can definitely see them in the background. Well, that sounds pretty dangerous. Then is is he in the season? Presumably, he's in the same tank as the whales. No, he's in one of the, he's in the back, like he's in a different tank. So you're okay. So I, this is a question I had for this minute. So the, the yeah. tanks that we see with the little fish. Yes. It's a scuba diver in there, even though I no. still can't see him. No, you start to see him in second 43. 43. You'll, so if you look over the nun's head, you'll see the bubbles bubbling up, and that is a scuba diver. Oh, I see. That's right. There's a tank yeah. behind them. Yes. All right. All right. That's another tank. That's, That's another a, tank. A different tank, yes. Okay. So then, so the question I have, still related, is the tank where we see George and Gracie. Yes. Is it connected? It's not connected to the tank where all the little fish are. So that's a good question. It may very well be, but clearly they have green screened this. Yes. So it's entirely possible that they took a larger version of, you know, larger portion of that tank and, you know, put up, you know, Whatever they need to do, whether it's like tape around the edges or whatever to, you know, so that they can, you know. Oh, you learned that at the. Uh, I did. I learned that at the the Star Trek tours. That's right. Um, so I'm just wondering if they did something like that. Um, well, that's cool. So, um, or they could be in a totally different part of the, you know, the museum or the aquarium or whatever, whatever they're in, uh, whatever, whatever place they call this thing, uh. They the could, Cetacean Institute? The Cetacean Institute. They could totally be in, like, not even close to the, the other fish. You know, the, the fish that you see walking in. Right. Well, you know, it's funny. Okay, so you, you're opening some doors for me, or so I need to walk through them. Um, so th the first shot we get of George and Gracie underwater <clears throat> in yep. the tank. Yes. Um, my first thought was, uh, what? Yeah, that's, this is a very Star Trek shot. Right. Because it certainly gives me a bridge vibe. Doesn't yes. it? With the railings mm -hmm. and the oh, yeah. three, there's like three, um, I think they're plaques and stuff under the windows. Yep. Um, but the, just the way it's framed, 
right up. you know it's like i'm looking at the view screen almost right yep and i don't know if they're throwing that in there just because they know us star trek nerds are going to be you know antsy if we don't get any bridge action in our films <laughs> um but now that you say that <clears throat> but now but you said that um well you said green screen but i think this is still the era of blue screens right yeah probably, probably. in the 80s but you think they you think they blue screened I think what you I think what I heard you say is that this is a this is a real tank at the yeah. Monterey Bay yeah. Aquarium. I, right. They blue screened the windows. Yes. I okay. think that's what they've they've done here because with the plaques in the front, my guess is that there's probably looks like twelve different types of fish are probably in here. Yeah. Which me, leads me to believe that this could be just a larger viewing portal of the tank they're walking by. Gotcha. Because if you go to, like, the New England Aquarium, they have, like, the big main aquarium thing that's in the middle, and it has, like, a bunch of little fish, and it also has, like, the turtles and the sharks, and the, they're all in, like, one big, huge, giant tank. Right. You spiral and down I, around it. Right. And I think this just may be one, you know, they're walking by a big window, and it shows a bunch of little fish, and then they come up, and then I think this is just a bigger viewing. Um, yeah. That. Yeah, I get you. So then, I mean, obviously this is the big, a big dramatic reveal for the movie, right? We get to see the whales, which we talked about last minute. These are animatronic whales. They're not... Um, they're not, not real. They're not real. Um, they're not life-size either. They're more, um, I don't know, man-sized. Um, but to what we were discussing the last couple of minutes, um, the size of the tank on the outside... In the you know, relatively relative to the size of the whales, this is what we picture them doing all the time, right? Is just floating mm. there like logs. Yeah, because there's nowhere for them to go, um, and that makes me sad. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say, I mean, uh, I got to give it up to the folks at ILM. The whales are pretty amazing. Um, they are. I, I will. I will give them credit that they do look pretty good. Yeah. Um, the one thing uh, I don't like is the green screen effect overall. It makes me think of Jaws 3D. Oh God. Yeah. Um, you know, because there was again there was a scene in there. I think that was like the they had a bridge like area where they all looked and it was like this sort of like thing and you totally see they're all in there and jaws come swimming up to the window and breaks through the window like uh this is this reminds me of that 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 shot sure i you know in all my you know i've known about blue screens and green screens forever because i'm you know i'm a nerd and i love movies yep. and all that kind of stuff i have never once heard somebody say why they switched from blue to green I don't know. There must have been a reason, right? Is it just because? Well, I think they still use blue because I remember them doing like watching the, the behind the scenes of the, uh, the Phantom Menace, and I or not Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and a lot of those scenes where they're in the, um, the factory, mm -hmm. George Lucas used blue for the blue screen matting. Oh, interesting. So I don't think they wholeheartedly use green everywhere. I don't know if it's just a color thing like if they're going to be using green green colors they use blue oh i if see using green color i mean you've seen the shots of like the weathermen who like appear to have no body because <laughs> they're they wear like you know a green tie so you can like see right through them right uh yeah that's a good point so maybe it's really just dependent on what the the colors of the shot are going to be or right. the colors of what people are wearing yeah, i never thought about that 
Uh, yeah, it's a little distracting. I agree. Once more people show up in the crowd, it gets more believable. But I think when yeah. Jillian first crosses in front of it, it's like, oh, freak. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. You know, it's so funny, Dave. I, I for all of, you know, like uh, fake, fake. Uh, when we, <laughs> when I saw it in a theater, uh, any movie, I, I think any movie I've, I've yeah. seen in a theater, I never go, oh, fake. You know, no, yeah, it's only I, it's only like afterwards when I you know what it comes out on home video or you know streaming or whatever your technology is today. Right. Um, that's when you seem to notice it. So is it more just you know when you're in the that initial viewing and you're in the, that joy of seeing the story for the first time, you don't get so much hung up on the on the mistakes or the things that aren't so fake. Uh, like, or is it just me? Do you do you go fake when you're in the theater? Um, I think if it's really bad, I don't like call out and stand up and go, that's fake. Um, I don't think I do that. But I think in my head, I think sometimes I go like, man, that's bad CG Um, or whatever, or bad special effects. And, you know, there are movies that we've seen even today where the CG just looks, it it looks bad and it's noticeable. Um, But I think they've, from this time to now, they've obviously gotten much better, more complex with different, you know, elements. Um, you know, so, but I will say back in the day when we were kids, um, and we probably went and saw this movie, I probably was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. Uh, I think I, I think you stood up and said that. (laughs) Oh my God, this is awesome. Uh, okay. So while we're here, I just need to, so here's one thing Mm -hmm. that I've yet to see the special effects people get right. And I just watched, uh, again, 2019. I just watched Aquaman. Uh, I watched Mm -hmm. it at home. Um, so I didn't see it in the theater and, and wasn't able to yell fake. Um, here's one thing I was special effects. People haven't gotten right is people jumping off of things. <laughs> uh, and I bet you, so if you, if I said, uh, uh, uh I think it's attack of the clones, is it attack of the clones? which one is Dooku die in? Is it? He, well, he dies at the beginning of, Sith? um, of revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Right. So there's a scene in revenge of the Sith just before he dies where he jumps off a balcony. Dooku yes. jumps off a balcony. Right. And it looks insanely fake right there's there's no gravity to it there's no it's just a weird fast drop and i can think of multiple times they've done that in star wars films um uh when people dive off do real when they dive off cliffs uh they either like you know it it doesn't obey a lot of gravity they either fall like faster than normal or if you see somebody like you know yeah do a running jump that has super strength and they 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 just haven't quite figured out the physics of it i mean of course if you're a superhero and you can jump farther than everybody yeah that's a thing but i don't think anybody's figured out how to visualize it properly yet um so i always that's where i go fake when i have yet to see a dive or a jump that's been you know cgi'd or special affected that it doesn't ever looks real for me there's my soapbox for the day. Yeah. Figure it out, man. Figure it out. Please. Okay, I'm done. Anything else for this minute? <laughs> um, yeah, we get tons of stuff in okay. this minute. We're not even close <laughs> to done. All right. Uh, so, yes, uh, so now we're seeing George Gracie underwater. Um, and I'm happy. I'm ha- really happy that Jillian says what you're hearing is a recording of Whale Song. Right. And they're not, you know, just going all in and saying what we're hearing right now is George singing. Yeah. Coincidentally, as you're standing in front of the glass. Yeah. Right. 
uh, yeah, what you're hearing is recorded well song. It's sung by the male. He'll sing anywhere from six to as long as 30 minutes. And then start again in the ocean. The other whales will pick up the song and pass it on. All the while she's saying this, we get Captain Kirk uh, having a panic attack. Because he is looking for Spock. <laughs> He's like looking. It's funny, right? It's I, I laughed before we came on air. I'm laughing now as you're talking about it. Because it's a, the way he's he's looking around. It looks so like I wonder if they shot this shot the scene and he just wasn't there <laughs> and he, he just like because he's like looking around he's like what is where is Spock Spock what is he supposed to be in this scene uh, and and then it comes full circle and then absolute panic uh, is on his face. Yeah, the, the, well, yeah, you're right. I, I agree. Like, is, is it Shatner in the beginning? Like, right. oh, where's Nimoy? They forgot to put Nimoy here. Yeah. Um, but then when he turns around and he's got he's got that look on his face, like he's like, hmm, yeah, oh well, hmm, I don't know where he is. And <laughs> and it it's great because it's a great transition because it's like a faraway shot of him making that face, and then it's a closer face. Yeah. And then his face. It's it's more fun to look at his face relative to everybody else because he's <laughs> yeah. the only one that sees it in this at least in this minute or in this. Shot. <laughs> it's fantastic. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> and then obviously we what we see is is we've seen Spock. Uh, he is uh, in with the, in with the whales, wearing a quite interesting swimming outfit. Yeah, I, is is he is that what he had on under his robe? Was he like in his underpants? And I just I just assumed he was naked. <laughs> I didn't realize he was wearing actual clothes under that robe. I thought he was just I just thought, well he's wearing that from when he woke up from his uh you know his transference the right the, right the katra the katra you know so uh, he's been wearing that for months with nothing on underneath it. Um. Okay, I I'm gonna assume he took his pants off before he got in there. I don't. I I'm I, going with I. This is what he's wearing underneath that robe. So now I get to picture that the rest of this season. <laughs> it looks like an old fashioned old 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 timey swimsuit though. Yeah, it does. I like that he kept his his headband on. Yes. Well, that's so that we knew it was Spock. Right. Because if he doesn't wear the headband, we don't know who that is. <laughs> right. That just, there's just any old, yeah. any old dude. Uh, I don't. I wasn't able to find out um, if this is actually Nimoy. Right. Do you know? Did we? Did I? I don't know if this is actually him right now. I. I like to think it is. It's hard to see his face, but um, I'm going to say it is. Good for him. Yeah, you don't see his face, so I'm going to guess it's not man. Yeah. Yeah, and if, and this is also too. I mean, he's right there with the with the whale, so that's a mm-hmm. that is a uh, to scale uh, whale. Think so. I, th- I thought they only had the um, wait. Think so. What think? Do you think he's actually scale? there with him? Yeah. Yeah, he's actually I mean, I'm there. He's touching him. Well, he's touching. Yeah, he's touching the animatronic. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, is the whale to scale? Um, because. <laughs> 
I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Because, um, you know, I mentioned in the last minute that the, you know, the humpbacks can get to be 40-ish, you know, 50 feet mm-hmm. in length. Does this look like it's – because Nimoy was, what, six-something? I don't know. You know how tall Nimoy is? I'm going to go six feet something. Let's Guess, check this. Let's go to the Telestrator, Gene. Guess what? Huh. You just you just won Star Trek Minute. <laughs> if you know how tall Nimoy is, we can no longer say bad Trekkie about you. Okay. Uh, Leonard impressive. Nimoy was six feet tall. Wow. <laughs> I was going to ask how many smoots long is the, uh, is the humpback whale. Can we ask that now? How many spots sure. long is he? How many spots long? How many spots? Uh, so if he's six feet tall, I mean, I just don't. Do we see, uh, you know, eight of him? Like, do we see eight Spocks? Like, I don't. Is that? Um, maybe I'm just having bad depth perception, but I don't <laughs> see this as an actual size one to one whale. Okay, uh, I need the interns on this one again because uh, my notes that they handed me was just that there was these were models, not scale size models okay. or two scale. So we're gonna need to confirm that, and we've got more t- more time this season to do that. Right. So uh, we need to figure that out. How many spocks is he? Oh, uh, that's a good one. Uh, okay. Well, then that's where we end, right? So yeah. So she's continues. So we see him swimming. She's in the. She doesn't know this is going on at all. Uh, so she's just giving more information. So she's saying the songs change every year, but we still don't know what purpose they serve. <laughs> Referring Maybe. to the song, not yes. to Spock and his underwear. Right. Maybe we'll find out next minute. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else for this one? Uh, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, this is a good one. This is this is a. Uh, <laughs> going to do top five uh, Shatner performances. I got to give him this one. Well, this goes back to uh, something we talked about um, in Search for Spock, which was about facial acting, mm-hmm. and yeah. he sells this without saying a word. Like just his motions, his face, he totally sells it. I completely agree. He he nails it. It's a uh, it's <laughs> he's had a he's already had how many moments in this movie the the look he and Spock give each other on the bus. Yep. Uh, we got this one. Uh, we got the just him looking around. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, I wish I wish you know we going back when they did the time travel and you see everybody's yep. heads popping out of the that this would be I want this this Kirk head <laughs> popping out. Or the one where he was watching the whale, like that childlike glee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah. I sense a new top five coming for our weekend show. Top five Kirk facial expressions. Uh, yeah, that would be an awesome top five. We should totally go back and look at that. That would be great. I love, right. the, love that idea. Thanks, man. Okay. Um, then I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. Okay. So I would like to hear what people think about um, their favorite Kirk expressions. I think this could be a fun, uh, a fun little uh, uh, chat uh, on Facebook. Uh, so if you head over to Facebook, you can join. If you haven't already, uh, join the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation, uh, which is our group for our listeners, where we talk about the uh, talk about the movies um, and uh, everything else Star Trek, uh, Star Trek news, whatnot. Uh, but I'd love to hear. Um, about your favorite Kirk Shatner facial expressions, um, go, go. And we'll be back again on Friday talking about minute 51 of the voyage home here at the Star Trek minute. Bye now. Goodbye. <laughs>